Blog Talk Radio. Cheese on the podcast. OBP midweek coming at you in full effect. This Wednesday, what is it? September 19th. Coming at you live this evening from somewhere in Texas. Been on the move this week, but you know that's not going to stop us from talking boxing, especially when we have one of the biggest exciting the crunkest fight we've seen in a long time so you know we've got to talk about the aftermath of how Canelo stood his ground and I'm not talking about like George Zimmerman he didn't have to pull a gun out he just whooped Triple G's ass And something else, just when you thought, just when you thought, Money Mayweather, Floyd, Money Mayweather was done when you thought he had enough for the limelight. He says, no, 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 not so fast. He's back again. And we also got to talk about some muscle-bound, light-skinned, proper-talking chump putting all his belts on the line against some guy that's probably juiced out his mind. And I'm talking about the heavyweight, Benny Joshua, versus Alexander Povetkin this Saturday on Sky Sports. Um, I'm not even sure if it's on Showtime. i got to check that out afterwards. Uh, but Joshua putting up his IBF, IBO, WBO, and WBA heavyweight titles on the line against uh, 34-1 Alexander Povetkin. We've got a lot to talk about, you know. Last Sunday's show was an excellent show, full of festivities and love and, you know, just, you know, we had Disney references. We had weird callers from from uh, from RC's area, which, you know, pretty sure there's a lot of weirdos out there. I've been out in Central Cali. Ain't nothing out there. Bunch of weirdos and stuff. But my man RC, that's about it. And, uh, but yeah, speaking of RC, before we get to it, going to bring out my man, 
from the Central Valley, California. RC, RC, what's popping, man? How's it going this Wednesday? Hmm. Um, typical Wednesday, I guess. Not nothing much going on here. Wednesday's never my favorite day of the week. Um, involving sports and all that because it's the the stale day. Mondays, Tuesdays, get some. Thursdays, Fridays, Saturdays, Sunday, and get some. Wednesdays always a little chill. So, guess it's a good time to. Uh, put in the the good midweek of boxing and get all this uh, light skin Trump fighting a guy that nobody's worried about talk out of the way because yeah we, that we tend to forget sometimes that li- or we tend to forget that list of the guys that's listed on there that nobody's worried about and I think Alexander Povetkin is definitely on there with or without the enhancements he's yet to get any advancements so you know. Um, all the other good stuff involved with what's going to happen next for Canelo and Golovkin. And you got Aris Landy Lara talking about he wants either or mandatories with the Charlos. And you still got David Lemieux looking to get it going on in December. And, and of course, nobody can forget Floyd Mayweather trying to do his best to get much in the, in the, in the limelight as he always does when it seems that he goes away from boxing for a little while. 50 Cent says that he spends money, makes money, Spends money, makes money. Is that the case here? Probably not after he made $300 million against Conor McGregor. I find that really hard to believe. But nonetheless, the guy's hanging out in Tokyo and uh, saying that it's going to happen in December. So, eh, I don't well, know. Yeah, we'll, we'll see how that'll go down. Well, definitely, man. Well, let's go ahead and start talking about it. Um, we'll go ahead and start with the big fight this weekend. I think there is one on Friday, um, some uh, out there in uh, Oklahoma on ESPN. I'm not sure exactly. I just know I saw that. But big fight everybody's looking forward to. Are When I say everybody, I mean not that many people and basically just bums over in the U.K. 21-0. Uh, and 0. Um, W-B-A, W-B-O, I-B-F, and I-B-O heavyweight champion Anthony Joshua will be putting those belts on the line against uh, Russian um, Alexander Provekin, who's 34-0, 34-1, uh, my fault, 24 KOs, hasn't been KO'd. Um, let's get into it. This is on Sky Sports on Saturday. You know, we say nobody's worried about Alexander Provekin. And uh, I don't know. We we really aren't. You know, I would say we weren't. But his only L is to Vladimir Klitschko in 2013. Right. Um, this guy's 39 years old, so he's an old motherfucker. So that that takes away from it already. But Povetkin uh, hasn't gone to sleep. I don't know how many times he's even been. Uh, He's even uh, been knocked down. I'm not sure. I can't remember the uh, the Klitschko fight. I don't think I was worried. I, yeah, I don't think I was worried about that. But uh, I wouldn't be surprised if Alexander Povetkin gave Anthony Joshua a run for his money. Now, you know, he beat up. He hasn't really beat up anybody. Uh, 
Yeah, I mean, you know, he's been he beat up Talcum, he knocked him out in the tenth. Uh, as we know, it took um, Joshua a couple of uh, it took him the tenth also to knock him out. And this he knocked out Talcum uh, uh, in 2014. So this is a young Talcum. Uh, uh, Joshua barely not, did the same type of work to him, and and not even the same type of work because if I Taco, I think uh, I think he got slept by Alexander Povetkin. I'm not 100 percent sure, but when he when he lost to your uh, Anthony Joshua, the referee had to jump in, uh, you know, while he was uh, Taco's still looking around, like what's going on. I think this is going to be a pretty good fight. Nobody's really. I understand that nobody wants to see it. And, you know, RC said, you know, it's something we're not – that nobody's worried about. Well, like I said, Pavekin's only lost to Klitschko. And that was when Klitschko was pretty good. So I'm not going to say nobody's worried about him because there's a reason, you know, besides the drugs, that people aren't fighting him. And, uh, you know, so Anthony Joshua couldn't take a bum at this point, you know, after fighting – uh after his last fight, fighting Joseph Parker and Takum and Klitschko. So he had to step up a little bit. And I think besides uh, Klitschko, um, Povetkin might be is really his toughest competition. You know, Joseph Parker might have been all around better and have better skills, but he wasn't ready and he's not ready. Um, and he isn't as strong. So, you know, besides, yeah, like I said, besides uh, Klitschko, maybe Brazil is, is all right. Dillian White, they're all. I mean, he's all right. Povetkin is, is the same. Is is just on this level with these guys. Um, if not, maybe a little, uh, maybe a little better. We know White, I believe, ducked Povetkin. Um, people are people have been ducking this guy for certain reasons, different reasons. Um, I think this might be a good fight. I don't know, you know, if this is a hate in me, but I want to see Joshua take some leather. And I'll be checking this fight out. I think Povetkin can punch. Like you said, he's got 34 KOs. He's knocked out. Well, he knocked out David Price last fight. He got some unanimouses. But, you know, he's been doing a lot of a lot of KOing in these last four years. So hopefully we get a good fight. I think we will. I think we'll be in for a pretty good fight. And uh, hopefully – Hopefully we get to see Joshua lose. I'm not predicting Joshua to lose, but I think it's going to be very close. I think it's going to be closer than people really want to give Pavekin credit for. Uh, RC, I know you said you don't really, nobody really cares about Pavekin, but with him having a similar, a similar uh, record, boxing similar cat as Joshua, doing about the same thing as Joshua, and his only mm-hmm. L is to is to a Klitschko uh, five years ago, and through uh, you know a Klitschko that almost knocked Joshua out. That maybe if he was uh, three years younger, he might have could have finished him off. So is Povetkin? Do you think Joshua is really not worried about Povetkin? Now the thing is, he is about to be forty years old. So you know, I think it's a perfect time for him. But I think it's going to be a good fight, man. What what do you say, RC? Um, well, when I say nobody's worried about 
put back and he's just not up echelon level of competition and I think it, it it'll feed into a pretty good fight because Anthony Joshua is not as good as everybody says he is. Uh talking talking about some of those fights that Joshua should have looked better in, especially um getting his level of comp up um against Takam was a you know last second replacement also being a midget similar to the size disadvantage that Alexander Povetkin is going to have. He's an old midget. Um, and really looking just really bad, in my opinion, against uh, Joseph Parker. I was not impressed whatsoever. It was one of the most boring fights I've seen since probably um, Klitschko and uh, Tyson Fury for a heavyweight fight. Um, especially with the big implications as far as titles being on the line or, and what lies ahead and things that could be derailed from a fight like uh, Wilder possibly, or even if, uh, which was somewhat in the question, which was possibility of uh, Tyson Fury and Anthony Joshua. So Anthony Joshua has not impressed me at all, really, moving forward. Um, I mean, getting clipped by a guy like Dillian White, um, he he did end up finishing him off and doing a really good job at that. But, um, you know, before that, taking out Eric, the drummer boy, Molina, um, I, I'm not really impressed with Anthony Joshua at this point in time, especially when, when we're talking about uh, fights that he's had previously. Should have gotten a lot better. Uh, should have got better. Should have got better. Should have got sharper. Should have uh, became a more dangerous weapon from what he looks to be. But, um so uh, this fight, I, I say that Alexander Povetkin's a guy that nobody's worried about, but for the guys that shouldn't worry about him at all is the one and two, the A and B of the division, and that's that's Deontay Wilder and Tyson Fury. If uh, Deontay Wilder was in the fight with Alexander Povetkin, he'd knock his ass back to Russia. Um, Tyson Fury would school him, wouldn't get touched. It would be similar to the Klitschko fight, except he wouldn't need to be dirty and, and uh, jab and grab. He would just jab and dance, and it would be easy work, clean slate every round. So that can, uh, off the juice, very short compared to his opposition in the heavyweight division. Um, uh, old man getting up there in age, and I just don't see how he could give the guys that you should be worried about. I mean, let's not even talk about if Luis Ortiz was in a fight with Alexander Povetkin. It'd be lights out. But Anthony Joshua, for some reason, he's supposed to be the best guy out there. Some people will call him the heavyweight king. you never hear me say that. But because he's got so much hardware in a short amount of time, uh, as far as his career goes when it comes to the length of his fights, yeah, people want to crown him that really quick. But the details get cloudy when you look at the accomplishments and how he got these belts, um, beating, you know, a paper champion, Charles Martin. Charles Martin's my boy, but, you know, when Charles Martin won that title, I forget the exact name of the opposition, but he blew his knee out in the second round. Uh, it wasn't even from a punch that it derailed the guy in a title fight. So um, that's a – if there was ever – a name for a paper title, a paper champ. That was it. He's, he, he just hasn't impressed me whatsoever. So um, I talked a lot about how Golovkin and Canelo was what people thought was the best fighters in the middleweight division, but really they're glorified B-level fighters. 
So we might have something like this that's similar to the same. Anthony Joshua potential I thought was A level, but from what I've seen recently, he looks like a B player to me. Dare I say like one correspondent from the Pacific Northwest, no skills? I wouldn't say that yet. But I mean really lackluster performances has left me really deflated after watching Anthony Joshua fights, especially because it happens at a certain time of the day where he has this long entrance, goes on his hydraulic pump, and they put him in the sky as he shadow boxes in his robe, got the the letters burning behind him, and the elongated Undertaker-like entrance is more entertaining than the fight. I mean, I was trying to get hyped watching the Parker fight. I was trying to get hyped watching the Takum fight with AJ. Um, uh, he does nothing for me right now. So, yeah, I think that um, the disadvantages that Povek is going to be facing is going to be a problem, and he's not going to be able to uh, get off the punches that he needs to get, but I think that he's going to be at such a disadvantage with a, a bad style that he was, he's going to be trying to come forward a lot. And I think Anthony Joshua will eventually stop him, and uh, it might look good doing it because he looked like shit his last few performances. So uh, this might be something that he needs moving forward to his April 29th date at the Wembley that he has extra seating for for a big event. So I think this is the perfect uh, perfect time for him to not only steal that $20 million from the Russians, but uh, look good in doing so. So I'm picking Anthony Joshua by knockout in this fight, if not TKO, uh, somewhere in the, um, I would say the earlier than the, or no, I'll, I'll say about something about six or seven rounds, something like that. Uh, Povetkin's style is going to lead him into uh, uh, some bad places. So I think that's what it is. And just to make a quick correction, Willa, it's not going to be on Sky Sports. It's going to be on zone. So I think people get a free month for those who are wondering how much it costs. And I think it's about eleven ninety nine, but you get a free month for a free month trial, and I think it will be uh, the first showcase put on. Or no, they actually they had one before. That's right, they had one before, I believe. Uh, I got to check into that. I'm not sure, but it will be on uh, Dizone Eddie Hearn's little uh, side project there. But I got Joshua by knockout, and I expect him to look away from the camera, get upset with whoever's asking him questions after the fight about. Do you want to fight Deontay Wilder next? Because it's plain as day to me. I could read body language from from a mile away, read lips. Uh, just just looking at Anthony Joshua, he is really upset. He, he doesn't want to hear about Deontay Wilder's name. It's the real boogeyman. When he fought Charles Martin, Sky Sports Charles Martin up like the boogeyman. And Joshua, I mean, I don't, I don't want to say he is playing it off, but he made it seem like he was selling pretty good. But if you're talking about a real boogeyman, you got Deontay Wilder. So, um, yeah, I, I think he, he has a good fallback, though. If they ask him that, they could, he could just be like, well, he has to worry about beating Tyson Fury first, which is not outside the realm of possibility that Tyson Fury could upset Wilder. But um, he has that to fall back on and run away from. So I, I, I just – I'm sick of this guy. I really am. I I, I try to be a, a Joshua fan early in my boxing days, but, you know, it's like when you believe in the tooth fairy and Santa Claus as a young adolescent and find out that that shit's fake. And that's how I feel about Anthony Joshua. That shit's fake. Yeah, most definitely. You, I'm sure you could go back 
listening to older shows, the old show, and hear me, you know, a little hype about the UK brother, but always putting in that slice that hey, at any point he could show his true colors, and we would not, I would not accept him yep. anymore. So that's exactly yep. what's happening. Uh, you know, on that thing that him not wanting to fight uh, Joshua, I did see. I did. I mean, him not wanting to fight Wilder. I did see a quote from him uh, the other day saying that he's not going to do what people want him to do anymore. He's not trying to make it, people happy anymore. So he's going to do what he he wants to do. You know, and I don't understand. You know, who has he been making happy? People have been wanting to see you fight uh, Wilder. I mean, so you fought. He did uh, the Westmacolor fight a, a while ago. So, you know, we've been wanting something. He, you know, I, I don't know what he meant by that. We could tell he's a little scared. He doesn't want that real smoke. But uh, as far as my prediction for the fight, uh, I'm going to go out on a limb right now, and I'm going to let you know. Uh, uh, I'm going to say that Povetkin is going to make it a close, close fight, uh, a fight that could probably go either way, a fight that Povetkin will come out saying that he won and he was cheated, and we might be coming on the uh, – on the show on Sunday saying how Povetkin might have been cheated. Um, so we'll see. So I'm I'm calling a Joshua. I think Joshua's that good. I think Povetkin's ready to eat. I think he's on the the, the best. Uh, the way he's looking, looks like he's punching hard. I've been watching his little workouts and stuff. Looks like he's looking good, and he's uh, he's on the best that science can buy. So – We'll see how that goes. I think it's going to be a good fight. Um, but, yeah, anything on that before we close it out? I don't really – like you said, I don't really uh, care too much for Joshua. But as a boxing fan, I think this is probably going to be a good one. You know, being with it being uh, boxing and it's heavyweight and these guys are rushing, you know, he'll be – and he hasn't really been taking any beatings like that. I think Pavek has still got yeah. a little bit in him. And he'll, we'll see how it goes. Well, I'm, well, if he's in another fight where there's going to be the opposition having reason to believe that they won, he's going to get knocked the fuck out by Deontay Wilder. I mean, I think that anyways, but if there's another effect of Joseph Parker, uh, not only coming from the from the fighter, but from the, from the, the viewer's standpoint, I mean, I, I have reason to believe that Parker beat Joshua on points. <laughs> I mean... If he has another one of those lackluster performances, this is money in the bank. I'm I'm betting the I'm betting the, the house and the new car whenever he gets that if if he ever gets in the ring with Deontay Wilder because this guy ain't the real deal, man. So he better look good. He better look good. That's all I gotta say. Yeah, he better. But we'll, either way, he's getting twenty billion dollars per fight. It don't matter if he looks good or not. Those clowns over there love him, and they'll stroke his cock. No matter what happens, but uh, yeah, unfortunately. But let's go ahead and take it to that next subject. Uh, again, we know last weekend Canelo beat the brakes off of Triple G. Had that boy looking like a a, a raccoon. Had that boy black. Not according black to Skip Bayless. Blue. Yeah, Skip Bayless. Yeah, but but according to everybody else. Everybody that counts, uh, you know. Canelo put in that work. The rematch, the uh, the the trilogy. Uh, I don't know if it's a rubber match, 
but I guess it's the finale, or it could it could lead to the to the to the to the number four if Triple G wins. But that's the question of the week, you know. Even with the big fight for all the belts, heavyweight fights this week, the mo- most of the buzz is on the two top names in boxing, and uh, one is Canelo. And we want everybody's want to know what would Canelo do next? Does he fight Triple G again for the third for the three piece? Uh, I want to. I don't know if the numbers have come out yet, but I want to see how the numbers do. Um, does he fight any of his mandatories? Uh, Maul, Big Maul Charlo, being one of them. Does he fight the guy on the undercard that was looked like they were building up for these guys' next fight, being O'Sullivan or I mean Lemieux, which Lemieux knocked him out first round KO, sleepy. There's a lot of yep. there's a lot of there's a lot of choices for Canelo, and the way the way I see it is uh, the way I would break it down is as far as the Triple G fight, I don't know if you do that if I'm Canelo. It just depends if the numbers if I made I'm making some if I made a fully amount of money, um, I do it. If the if if I made le- if I made about the same or more than I did the first fight, I'll do it again. If I made less, I got to see what the percentage is and then try to, you know, see if it's going to go down on the third fight. Um, so I, I so I, so I weigh that. That's the thing. I weigh that on, on, on the scale, see what's going on. So I, I will have that on the shelf. If I'm, if I'm Canelo, I just see how everything plays out, and I put that on the shelf. Do I fight Jamal Charlo? Hell no. I'm Canelo, I do not do that. I do not make that mistake. Even though I think he can, he might be able to beat Maul Charlo, I think Canelo might have what it takes to beat the young, faster guy because I don't think faster, stronger, bigger, everything, just the boxing skills and the boxing mind of Canelo, I think is a little superior to Jamal Charlo, even though oh. everything else is superior. Everything everything else is superior for Jamal Charlo. Now, dude, I think Mel Charlo gets in there. Huh? Experience. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But the experience goes to, to Canelo. You know, oh, Canelo's yeah, got, you know, when it, yeah, boxing, when it comes to just boxing mind, boxing IQ, boxing skills, that goes to Canelo. All the physical attributes go to Charlo. You know what I'm saying? So to Jamal Charlo, right? For if he was fighting Mel, I think Mel fucks him up. You know, I think Jamel Charlo, uh, J- J- yeah, Jamel Charlo is the uh, is the better boxer. And I think he's just as fast, uh, just a little, just as strong. I think he probably whips my man Canelo. But but that's neither here nor there at this point. So if I'm if I'm if I'm Canelo, what I do next fight is I fight Lemieux. I take a fucking break. I fought, I fought uh, Triple G, two hardest fights of my fucking career, uh, the last two fights. He deserves a break, a little wash, a little shoe shine. And, and it's not really, you know, Lemieux isn't really worse, and I think Lemieux will do better against, against 
Canelo maybe than he did against Triple G. I think he'll make it a better fight, maybe, maybe, just because they're both about the same size than Triple G, and and he wouldn't be scared of Canelo, uh, like you know people go in there scared of Triple G. So if I'm Canelo, I take a step back. I go, I make the, uh, I might go to Montreal somewhere like that, go to Montreal, make a big fight up there, try to get my Canadian fan base up, and I go whoop David Lemieux's ass on, uh, you know, on on cable TV. That's what I think he should do. Then maybe, then maybe at the end of the year again, make the big fight against either Charlo or, uh, or Triple G fighting Laura. Laura's been Think Laura lost. Didn't who did Laura just lose to? Didn't he lose his last fight? Jared Heard. Heard, yeah, yeah. He lost to Heard, so I don't think Canelo wants that. Canelo could probably give Heard that work. I think Canelo will probably get Heard, but we'll see how it goes. I um, I don't know what Canelo does. I think he stays. It, he needs to stay in that fifty-five area, you know, because at fifty-four there's some dogs, and I don't know if he wants Jacobs. He could probably, you know. He'll probably watch uh, what's what's my boy's name Billy Ho. I don't you know I'm well, I, I'm leaving Billy Ho's name out of it, but Billy Billy Joe Saunders is around there and he's a legitimate fight. Maybe he fights him, but like I said, if I'm Canelo, take a damn break. I just fought the best fight of my life. Let me get my showcase. Let me let me get a tough showcase, not just a walkthrough. A tough showcase, guy that can knock people out. Sleep, sleep, boy. So. I fight Lemieux uh, in the you know at the beginning of the year next year sometime you know first quarter and then I'll make a big fight again for September. That's what I would do. So RC and if I'm Triple G, I just beg for the Canelo fight. You don't want to get washed by anybody else at this point in time. They're all going to be coming out the blue to fight you. You don't want to get washed, so you just sit around and wait. That's the game he's going to be playing. He's going to be playing that waiting game. Uh, waiting for Canelo to fight him, and he could take a you know he could take a year off, and uh, for the if the fight happens at the same time next year. So I think everybody's in a good space. Everybody's going to get paid. Everybody got paid. Uh, and when I say everybody, I don't mean Triple GR's fans because he got his ass whipped by the number one, well, almost the number one man in boxing. But we'll go to that later. RC. What do you think these guys should do? The talk, the build up about fight three. Do you think they should take other routes? And when I mean they, I'm talking about the guy that really counts, the guy with the belt, the man at the middleweight division, Saul Canelo Alvarez. What do you think about that, man? Um, I think it's a smart idea to fight Lemieux for sure, and that 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 fight coming, uh, what they're looking to make happen. I mean. It's what Seaman was most likely to talking about uh, fighting in the next six uh, six weeks or something like that. So yeah, I could see that happening, man. I could see them definitely doing that. I don't, uh, although I don't agree with what you're saying about take a break, but you know, I could I could see why he would want to, you know, because uh, you know he he did fight Triple G twice, and he, we all know that he probably didn't want to make that fight that happened twice, but. Uh, you know, he had, he had to do what he had to do, and he looked good while doing it the second time around, opposed to the first. So, even though he did fight uh, twice in two years, I can see why he would say that he needs a break and things like that. So, uh, I can see that happening for sure. 
But um, I, yeah, I, I just don't. I don't see him uh, trying to get in there with Jacobs, with uh, Charlo at this point in time, or especially with Billy Joe. I mean, he's gonna be he's gonna be fighting a big Floyd Mayweather if he's fighting Billy Joe Saunders. He just Canelo's gonna hate that style. He's not gonna like it. He's uh he's been on record saying he wants to fight guys that <clears throat> that want to fight him. And you know it just it goes to show anytime he's in there with a slick fighter he he always struggles and he bitches about people running but that's what he does whenever he's in danger so uh, you know Canelo I give him his credit for his last performance he still hasn't got me over on his uh, on his nonsense but you know he, he he did what he had to do and he he looked good while doing it so but I mean at the same time it was never anything I was never impressed at all by <laughs> Golovkin so. This is never anything that impressed me, so uh, it is what it is. I, I really find no no enjoyment out of that. But um, I, I think what I think that the Lemieux fight is definitely coming next for sure. I definitely think that one's coming next. Yeah, I think that's a smart smart move. Being the number one man in boxing, I think that's what you do. Take a step back, get that showcase, let the fans see a, a, a knockout, a beating. Like I said, maybe take it to Montreal. That ain't going to happen, but maybe take it to Montreal, whoop his ass up there, get some fans, and uh, improve while you, while you, uh, while, why he's the number one man when it comes to money and boxing. But not so fast, Floyd Mayweather. As R.C. alluded to earlier, you know, last week we were talking about Floyd Manny uh, Pacquiao versus uh, Mayweather versus Pacquiao two happening. You know, Floyd announced that they had this big thing before the uh, Canelo fight that's going to happen in December. Blah, you know, blah blah blah. Nobody was really, nobody was really taking it serious. Publicity stunt. Uh, you know, can't he just wants to be in the eye of the media? You know, that was being said last weekend, and I sort of agreed. But I also I also knew um, that when I had my one-on-one interview with Mayweather Sr., a prestigious, uh, award-winning uh, interview, he was very adamant that Floyd was going to fight Pacquiao again. Now, take this. This was before the McGregor fight. But he was just telling me how they were going to fight again, and he was sure they were going to fight again. So when Floyd said this, you know, I said it's probably a publicity stunt, but you never know with Floyd. Now it's coming out that Floyd says, you know, maybe December, you know, maybe December is too close. But it's definitely happening, and it, but in December, I'm gonna fight somebody in Tokyo. So Canelo comes over. Floyd Mayweather says he can't have it. He's coming back. RC, how big will? Floyd Mayweather's return be fighting some Japanese. Well, he said he's fighting in Tokyo. We don't know. I mean, that's smart. That's smart. Global. There's a lot of money out there. 
lot of stuff to be done. We don't know who he's going to fight, so I was going to say a Japanese cat, but he might not be fighting a Japanese cat. He's just fighting in Tokyo. Will people be hyped for the Mayweather comeback? Will people be hyped for the Mayweather to both of these guys' oldest shit grudge match? Uh, yeah, I think a lot of people are going to say that they're not entertained about this fight. They don't care about this fight. And I know a hardcore boxing fan would be like, you know, it's a casual talk for uh, anyone to entertain the idea of a rematch. But um, and I, I, I for sure never cared for rematches ever. But um, I'd say why not, you know, why not get these two guys back in the ring? Man, he's coming off a big knockout win against uh, Lucas Matisse and, and Floyd, uh, as we all know, stays in pretty good shape. So he's not your average 40-year-old fighter. He actually uh, fights like he's a little bit younger, you know, similar to the way he he goes about his daily routine. But um, I, I, I think that with Floyd, you know, he's uh, – I don't think it's necessarily him uh, spending too much money and having to try to make some of that back, even though I know taxes are probably a motherfucker for a guy like Floyd Mayweather. But um, – I think that he's just he just wants to get in that spotlight a little bit. You know, he's always trying to get in the spotlight when he's talking about getting in the MMA cage, uh, uh, the octagon, as they say, uh, clowns. But, you know, he even went so far out to be in uh, UFC trunks with no shoes on in an octagon, talking about what's the numbers, this and that. Floyd just missed the spotlight. That's all it is. And he's just so happened to run into Manny Pacquiao um, at that Tokyo event in Japan that they were at, whatever they were doing. And, um, you know, I don't think Floyd drinks, so I, I can't say it was drunk talk. But um, I think that if Floyd is serious about it, Manny would be more than happy to have a rematch with Floyd. You're not going to take any damage to, or anything like that, and you're going to get a good paycheck. So, and he, it seems like he really needs uh, some money right now. So I, the way I just look at putting two and two together, I think that the over-under on this fight happening is more than 75% of it actually happening. So um, they're talking about December. I'm with, I'm with it. <laughs> they can't sell the pay-per-view for another $100. That ain't fooling nobody. Um, but uh, I think that it has a high probability of happening. You know, and um, I think it'll be a big cash out fight for uh, Floyd again, and I'm sure Manny will get a pretty good uh, a lump sum for his troubles as well. But I think that the amount of money that they can make together in a rematch, it, it's um, for those who believed in the uh, arthroscopic surgery that Manny had on his shoulder, they're going to be the ones who will be tuning in more so than anybody. And uh, both fan bases, are relevantly big, so I don't see why it wouldn't be able to happen and make some good numbers while doing so. You know, um, it was weird. It was weird when we seen the Golovkin Triple G two fight. You know, you had Will Smith out there, LeBron James. There's a lot of stars that I didn't expect to see out there. I thought you know we'd just see the the usual Mark Wahlberg or something like that. So the um, and pay per view's been dead since Floyd's been gone. Um, you know, pay per view's been dead. Uh, Canelo's the only one who does it, and 
you know, there's only two pay-per-view events in boxing for the last two years. I know Joshua's a pay-per-view guy over there, but I think they're only paying like 10 bucks or something like that, 20 bucks or something. I don't, I know there's a big difference from the pay-per-views over there from over here. And, um, you know, I, we, we already know Joshua gets over here and you don't do no numbers. So, um, I, I see this fight happening for sure. And, um, I'm not, I don't want to say for sure, but I'm going to say a 75 to 80% chance of it actually happening. And, uh, I think it'll be sooner rather than later. I think Pacquiao said he's going to announce his next fight coming up by next week. So um, if you look at the dates where we're at right now, it should be an, an announcement coming soon for for definitely sure. Yeah, most definitely. I think uh, from what I read, it looked like he's saying he was going to – he needed a tune-up before he fought Manny Pacquiao, giving Manny Pacquiao a little bit more respect, which I think he deserves. I think if Floyd just came out there in December, he might, Manny Pacquiao's been fighting. It might be, we might be seeing the old guy get, well, maybe not knocked out, but, you know, knocked down. Something silly could happen. Looks like he's trying to get a get a quick tune-up first in Tokyo. I think that's how I read it. I could be, I could be wrong. But Yeah, I, I, see, that I, I see that being for sure because at least Manny's been active, you know, so it makes sense. Right. And I see, yeah, not, but – Manny also said that the, that he was looking to announce the fight, like you said, next week. So, hey, man, I think the question is, if it does good, do people still hate Mayweather as much as they used to? And and I just have a, a few check boxes to see if people still hate, and we'll, and we'll answer these together. Is he black? Yeah. Is he rich? Yeah. Yep. People still hate Mayweather. They hate him. People of all color, all kinds. It doesn't matter. I'm not just not just white people, not just Mexicans. Black people hate him too. A lot of people hate him. And Manny Pacquiao, right, Uncle Tom's. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but not just Uncle Tom's. People just don't like arrogant. You know, he talks a lot of noise. He, you know, he can rub people the wrong way. You know. It is what it is. They're not, you know, you don't have to just be an Uncle Tom because you don't like Floyd Mayweather. You want to see his big mouth get shut up, you know. That's a lot of people want to see that. Yeah, I, but, I, 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 understand, I understand that for sure because Floyd is super corny at the same time. So, yeah. Right, right. So, you know, people people hate him still or he can still sell. Manny Pacquiao looked pretty good in his last fight. Maybe they think he can win. You know, Floyd talks him up a little bit like he talked up uh, McGregor, you know, talk it up a little bit more, uh, tell him how good he is, how he's old, how he might have slowed down a little bit, you know, how the first fight was sort of tough, you know, and they could sell. A lot of people were down talking just like they did the McGregor fight, but I think it was still top five pay-per-view of all time, right? So, the hate oh, for yeah. Mayweather is legitimate. The hate for Mayweather is real. So I see this happening. Uh, hopefully they can acknowledge it. Um, and hopefully that we can get something, and we'll see if it's legit. Like you said, seventy-five. That's where I'm at. Still think it could be bullshit, but it's looking like it's real. And the way Canelo's taking over the throne, and Floyd being such a so seems to be such an insecure guy, I think he wants it back. So we'll see. So he can say he was the biggest thing in boxing still. So we'll see how that goes. But uh, 
You know, he said he was going to announce. Uh, Pacquiao said that they he should make an announcement next week. Uh, you know who we've heard that from for the last couple of weeks? Uh, Tyson Fury's camp fight supposed to be announced next week, two or three weeks ago. I'm hearing, you know, I don't know, you know, I don't have any inside scoop or anything, but listening to people that say they have the inside scoop, take that for what it's worth. You know, Fury might want a little more money. Uh, they say the fight still could, is still going on, but we haven't heard anything um, as of now. What's up with your boy, you know? You're a Fury fan, I think, right? Your boy, he was talking that noise, saying how he's going to sign it. He's got to sign the fight. Uh, but maybe uh, maybe King Mo was right all along. Nah, I I, I heard of uh, some inside sources saying that there's supposed to be a an announcement on a Friday about a a big fight that's being announced. So I'm thinking, or like uh, actually confirmed. So I'm thinking that one because of the Tyson Three post I seen on Instagram today. Around the same time, I heard that source say something. When uh, Tyson Fury has this really, really big bottle of Belvedere vodka that he's uh, pouring in champagne glasses, so um, I think that that something went down uh, earlier today, and I think that um, I think Friday will be the day something gets announced. And I mean, uh, you know, because it was just strange to me that Deontay and Tyson Fury both put out something at the same time where I heard that there's going to be a big announcement for a fight that's confirmed on Friday. So uh, just a little tidbit out there for anybody wondering about it, this fight not being actually uh, uh, just being smoke and mirrors for anything like that. I think that the Wilder has been led on far too long with Anthony Joshua to be playing games with uh, uh, Tyson Fury right now on another uh, uh, trail that never ends. But um, I think that Friday will actually get a confirmed date and venue and things like that for this fight. Hopefully, um, if it doesn't happen Friday, I still think that this is going to go down. But if I'm hedging my bets, uh, I'm looking at the the next two days where this gets announced. Yes, yes. I, I also did hear something about them making an announcement before the Povetkin fight, you know, to take a little, you know, buzz away from that, you know, some of those uh, promotional tactics that they use. So, still going down. Like like I said before, Fury has to take this fight the way he was talking shit. You know, it, you know, it is a business at the end of the day. Get your money right. I understand that. Hope, I'm pretty sure they're fighting. Looks like it's, it, it's going to be in the UK, so I just have a little day party or something at the house. But it's going down. Um, yeah, and I'm looking forward to it, man. Looking forward to that fight, definitely. Uh, yep. Let's see what what else we have to talk about, man, before we get out of here. Got about 10 minutes left. Your boy Benavidez testing positive for banned substance. Uh, 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 your boy. I say your boy, but it's really my boy. You know, I'm a Davis Benavidez fan. Hey, man. I like I don't know. Lot. Yeah, I don't know who. I don't know what he tested positive for. They you know said, it, right? Just the substance. Did they say it? Yeah, I think he was uh I think what happened was David Benavidez uh picked up the wrong lunch pail from one Jamel Charlo and uh got contaminated 
uh, peanut butter and jelly sandwiches or something like that. <laughs> oh, okay. So, yeah, 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 yeah. Key ingredient. All right. I got you. I just read I didn't see exactly what it is, but, yeah, he got caught, caught on that sniffery. Yeah. Hey, I don't really give a shit about that. I don't think he has yeah, any right. fight. Like they said, he don't have any fight coming up, so he might just pay a little money. Hey, he told he's Mexican, first of all. You know, no disrespect, but a Mexican on a little powder. Dresses? <laughs> yeah, that's not really, you know, is that that's not out of the normal, out of the out of the un, un, yeah, the unnormal, surprising anything. Living like close that. to the border. Hey. hey, hey, man, no big deal. I don't really give a shit about no cocaine. Uh, you know, next time he needs to play a little smart. But he's on that he's on that bottom, right? So they just popped up. Somebody probably snitched on him. Said they saw him uh, talking about he was eating uh, eating sofa pias with the powdered sugar, <laughs> nah. but there wasn't nah. no powdered sugar on there. Right? Uh, there wasn't nah, no powdered nah. sugar. So. No, it was the so who um, knows? It was the, it was it was the WBC uh, random drug testing from Vada, but yeah, it was just the WBC protocol random drug testing, and I'm sure that um, you know what, man. The thing about it is. I don't give a fuck about cocaine in fighters because at the end of the day, it's not a it's not a performance in, in, performance enhancing drug. Excuse me, fucking wine got me all fucked up. But um, it's not a PED, and at the end of the day, I look at it like this though: he must have been doing a lot because for him to get popped on a random drug test, uh, what's today Wednesday? Let's say he did some cocaine uh, Saturday for the fight. You know, he just had a, a little good time uh, watching the Canelo Triple G fight. It had been out of system by Monday or Tuesday. Well, I don't you got know. Some, hey, like, you know somebody that? How, how do you know that? So, how do you know it's coming out like that? Do you you gotta you know somebody? Or? Oh man, I, I I know all forms of how drug testing goes with, when it comes to protocol from okay. things that are not PEDs. So yeah, okay. from what my knowledge tells me, uh, when it comes to cocaine, that's uh, in the system for. Two to three days maximum, but uh, <laughs> okay, yeah. So yeah, he was open. Yeah, so he must have been having a little bit of fun after the fight. You know what I'm saying? So that's the only. I mean, I'm not gonna say alarming detail of this for me, him getting popped, but I just think that he might just been having a little bit too much fun, and uh, maybe this would be a good way for him to set back or at least fall back a little bit. Because I mean, when you look at Benavidez in the ring. He doesn't look like your typical young champion who's chiseled up, made of muscle. He looks kind of flabby, but he's just a smart fucking fighter. So um, I don't have a problem with this at all. He came out with a statement apologizing to all his fans and everybody, promising to not let him down like that again. To me, it's not a big deal. It's not a big deal because this is not enhancing his, his performance physically in the ring. So, you know, just a young guy having fun. I think he's, what, 22 years old, something like that. He's a young kid, and, you know, he's a young kid with some money and uh, a lot of gold around him. So, yeah, you know, nothing to see here, folks. Move along. Yeah, a little bing, bing, dog, you know, for a little young man that's just making some money, dog. Ain't no big deal yeah. out there in Phoenix. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, Ain't no big deal. Hey, better be there. Just stay clean, my man. We still fucking with you. You know, a little, yeah, you know, was just, he was obviously going hard, you know, after Canelo won. Hey, the, I can understand if I was into that, if I was into that, 
that night after Canelo won, hey, I would have I would have got in on little one too myself, but I understand how the Mexicans were feeling. <laughs> and so I hey, I'm not mad I'm not mad at them at all. Benavides, we still fuck with you. Get your shit you you'll oh, yeah. be all right like that, pay that little money. And uh start keep on continue to whoop ass, man. Yeah. He'll be all right. So yeah, he's uh, gonna be good. We still rocking with him. Definitely, definitely. So man, I think that's where we're ended. I think uh we were going to talk about the middleweights, but we've already pushed it about an hour. We ain't going to talk about that. But Aram did say Spitz, he wanted to uh, have Spence versus Crawford next year and that all that being on the other side doesn't matter. They want to fight whenever Spence does. I don't think Spence taking that fight, man. Um, you got anything to say about that? And your last final final words for the people as we get out of here, R.C.? Um, um, Bob Aaron and Bud Crawford talking about they want it. Send the fucking contract, man, because uh, Uncle Al don't work for nobody. So send the contract if you really about entertaining that stuff and stop running your Twitter fingers, Crawford. So, uh, yeah, we'll leave it at that. We'll jump back on it another day because that's a, that's a topic for another day. That's a long, that's a long when we're talking about the two top dogs at middle at the uh, welterweight division right now. So, yeah, it's not something I could just end quickly on, but for a, a, a long story short, if y'all really about it, about it, send the contract and stop playing. Definitely, definitely. Hey, I feel you on that, man. Uh, before we get out of here, anything you want to tell the people what's popping, anything going on this weekend, Who if Miami going to play anybody real, now we got another. We got another easy. We got some more easy work coming. So uh, chalk up another one, and then we'll see Florida State next weekend. But um, coming up this week, <clears throat> we'll figure out. Uh, we'll text during the week and figure out what, what time we want to do this. Uh, this, I mean, I'm cool with the late hour that we did last time, um, six or eight, whatever it be on Sunday. But we'll cover up everything that happens over the boxing weekend. <clears throat> talk a little bit of football and all that good stuff. And um, shit, we got a. Uh, I know it'll be uh, just just two more days until we get to the weekend, folks. So hang in there. We halfway there. And uh, uh, thanks for uh, the, the good talk today, Willa. Hope you have a good rest of your week. And I'll holla at you on Sunday, my man. Most definitely. Hey, like always, appreciate everybody for listening. Share, comment, do all that good stuff. Fuck with us on the internet, IG. Twitter, Outsiders Boxing. Just fuck with us wherever you can on all social media platforms. We're there. Catch y'all next week. Uh, No, we'll catch y'all Sunday, like RC said, breaking down the uh, bum off over there for all the fucking belts somehow over there across the pond and uh, other boxing news. Outsiders Boxing Podcast midweek. We out.